This is TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. This is the one they're talking about. TalkZone.com You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. You know, the truth of it is, is that our um, country was founded, our, was founded by a profoundly spiritual man. And group of men. And group of just men. amazing. Yeah, the father of our country, George Washington, was just a profoundly spiritual man, and he walked the talk and surrendered to God and Providence and the guides and was protected by them because he so profoundly walked what they asked him to walk even in some of the most daunting struggling times he he kept heart and still followed the guidance uh, to his end you know simply by his character that seemed to never be faulting uh, and over the years, uh, he was acclaimed by everyone. He even was inaugurated to be president unanimous. Not one vote against or two or 300 or anything. Unanimously voted to be president. And by the time things were done or towards the end of his ages, he was incredibly acclaimed and beloved by American Indians, the colonists, American people, Europeans, and pirates because of his character and bravery. This is a great man, a uh, cornerstone of United States. You gotta know this is what United States was built on is a man like that, the cornerstone, and men like that around him. This show is about George Washington. Would you welcome to the show, uh, the author of The Spiritual Journey of George Washington, Janice T. Connell. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Well, I'm very happy today that you're doing this wonderful work by allowing people to know more about the founder of our country. Yeah, I, I think it's essential. You know, we have um, we have worked with corporations, Fortune 500 corporations, Charmé worked with a number of them, and we find that the uh, if there's a problem with the company, you, you go in and you work with the uh, founding fathers or the bosses, and, and usually if you work with them and adjust them, it ripples down and everything gets solved. I agree with you. So same with George Washington in our country. We have a courageous, virtually holy, from all I've studied, he's just like spot on all the time, uh, amazing record of what he went through health-wise. He had so many diseases. He was uh, killed, you know, people should have been killed many times if they were him, and he lasted through many things and did it very nobly. And, and we are simply privileged to be in the country that he and, and our fa- founding fathers found. 
Well, I, I agree with you, and um, it's, it's unfortunate that we went for about 100 years with revisionist history, and we really weren't given the full picture. Of course, we were given the, the treaties and the, the political side of our, our history, but the spiritual side seems to have been pushed aside in the 20th century. So it's really quite interesting as we go into the 21st century that there's such a hunger all over the world to know what animates people from within and to find George Washington's character, his principles, his prayer life, his understanding of divine providence is an illumination for all of us. Yes. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Janice T. Connell, and she's written the book, The Spiritual Journey of George Washington. Now, I notice George Washington used the word providence all the time. Does that come from the word provide? Well, it's a term that's um, in the Old Testament, and he was a scholar of the Bible. In those days, we, the, um, uh, many of the folks in the colonies read the Bible from cover to cover and used it as their, their understanding of how to lead a decent, God-fearing, uh, productive, and prosperous life. Yes. So um, I'm sure he got the term from the Old Testament. Yes, and so providence is simply a description of God Basically, God's designed to provide for us. If we cooperate with Him, it just naturally happens. Is that right? Well, um, for, yes. For example, if you look at, at the Old Testament and the New Testament, which was what George Washington studied assiduously, you find that God never intended for any of us to be poor, broken down, and, and living in degradation or desolation or despair or any of those nasty words. God meant for us to have life and have it in abundance. But there are rules of the road, so to speak, written on the human heart, written the laws of nature. And George Washington was quite a scholar uh, of those rules of nature. He was so profoundly aware of the goodness of God and the providence, the providing hand of God, that when he was out on the frontier in what is now Pennsylvania, but in those days that was the real frontier of the colonies. Yeah. He encountered some bloodthirsty Native Americans who were fighting for their land, their territory, and they certainly didn't have any knowledge of the Bible. They didn't have any knowledge of European uh, culture or tradition. They knew nothing about the life of the colonists in Virginia where George Washington came from. And yet when they encountered Washington, they they... A comment um, by the chief was that the, the blood of the great spirit flowed in his veins. Yes. So they recognized the spiritual nature of the Indians, the Native Americans, right. resonated with the deep spirituality of George Washington. And there was a profound admiration and respect among the Native Americans for George Washington. You know, it, it seems like um, George Washington... Uh, you know, pronounced numerous times that liberty is what we're after, and liberty requires justice. Liberty is freedom. It requires justice and equality for everybody. It's not just some are favored and and the others have to go along with their power trip kind of thing. Well, um, George Washington understood that that uh, freedom, true freedom 
has restrictions on it. My freedom ends when, my, for example, King George's freedom was such that he was trying to tax all the colonists. Right. Most people have heard of the Boston Tea Party where the colonists in Massachusetts were so disturbed by the king's taxes, they said, no, we will not put up with taxation without representation. And rather than allow the tea to come from the ships to be taxed as the colonists would be forced to pay as it hit their shores, they dressed up as Indians, went on the boats, and they threw all the tea into the into the water. Yep. So, um, yes, freedom freedom is situated freedom. Uh, it's a, re- a mutual respect. So um, there must be, like, history. Like, I understand his grandfather had trouble in England, and then they came over. And so what's the history coming into George Washington's uh you know, frame of life, his family, and the culture? Oh, that's a wonderful question. George Washington was the grandson of an English Puritan minister who had been a combination of Anglican and uh, Puritan in England. And that means he he was, um, in our modern understanding, what we know as the Episcopal Church in the U.S. Mm-hmm. It was the Church of England, but it was purified of the excesses of the of the um, lax clergy and the debauched nobility. How does that sound? <laughs> debauched nobility. <laughs> so the Puritan ministers didn't allow drinking, womanizing. Um, they were very strict in their interpretation of the rules of the Bible and um, very, well, what we'd almost call fundamental today, but not really. But that's uh, an as it were, if you will. So uh, George Washington's father, grandfather, stayed a, a devout Anglican at a time when the uh, Puritan movement was large in England. Mm-hmm. And so he continued to say Mass at a time when uh, the folks weren't too interested in Mass. They thought it was too Catholic. They wanted to move away from that. Now, these are Protestants, so... You know, they but anything that smacked of Rome or the papacy or something like that, they yeah. they didn't want to be involved with. And also, in a Catholic Mass or in an Anglican Mass, they have the Eucharist, which is the bread and the wine. Mm -hmm. So they accused him of being an alcoholic, and they embarrassed him, and they shamed him, and they took his church away from him. And his son, of course, was so horrified by the shame wrought upon his devout father. Yes. The Reverend was really a devout man, and he refused to be swayed by public opinion. He was ordained to say the High Anglican Mass which he did, in good times and bad, and so his punishment was to be ostracized, etc. So his son went to the United States, but it wasn't called the United States back then. It was the colonies. Mm -hmm. And he settled in Virginia, and he loved Virginia because the weather was much more benign than he had been used to in England. And the farming was wonderful, so he he was very diligent. He'd been raised by a very devout Bible-reading minister of the father, so he had wonderful spiritual qualities, which um, he was able, through the grace of God, which he certainly admitted, uh, to become quite prosperous. Mm-hmm. And he had several children, one of whom was Augustine, or Augustine Washington, who with his first wife had several children, and she died. So Augustine remarried, and his second wife was Mary Ball, who happened to be George Washington's mother. George was her firstborn son, and he was the oldest of six children that Mary Ball would bear to George Washington's father. 
So when George was just a little boy, one of his stepsisters died. And when he was 11, his father died. And here he was, quite aware of death. And as a little child, he understood the, the fragile nature of life on the earth. His mother was a devout Bible reader, and she handed her 11-year-old son, George, a Bible at his father's uh, wake. And she said, my son, and in those days, of course, women had no rights. And all, all the uh, benefits a woman would receive would come from her father, her brother, or her son. Yeah. So here was poor Mary Ball, who was a, a orphan, so she had no parents. Here was an 11-year-old son. This was her whole future. She handed him the Bible, and she said, My son, everything you will ever need to know to be successful on this earth and in the hereafter is in this book. And he studied that book day and night. <laughs> he learned warfare from the Old Testament. Yeah. He learned how God rewards and how God punishes. And his understanding of the Bible is really what the founding grace for this country is rooted in because the other men who served with George Washington at the Constitutional Convention and in the, his first and second terms as President of the United States revered Washington's uh, intense morality, his intense principles, his understanding of God in such a way that he was able to bring together a nation out of the wilderness of 11, 13 colonies with as divergent views as the folks up in New England who were farmers and fishermen, all the way down to the deep south where they still had slavery. Yeah. So um, I understand that uh, George Washington studied the Psalms a lot, uh, studied Plutarch, which was one of the Greek sages, a lot. And then the rules of civility, which we'll get into in our next segment, uh, he was really went in depth in the rules of civility, which I read through again today, and <laughs> they're pretty good. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today... Janice T. Connell, who's talking about her book, The Spiritual Journey of George Washington, the father of our country. We have more. Stay with us. <laughs> 